Well, once again, good afternoon, everyone. Again, happy Mother's Day to all mothers, grandmothers, great-grandmothers who are here present today. Feliz Dia de las Madres. Uh, and I'd like to begin by welcoming all of you here to this celebration of confirmation today. Uh, most especially you who are going to be receiving this sacrament today. But a warm welcome as well to your sponsors who are here accompanying you today, uh, your parents, uh, family members, friends, and other parishioners from your parishes who are here to pray with you and to celebrate with you today. Uh, bienvenidos sean todos a esta celebración, uh, especialmente a los que recibirán el sacramento en este día. Uh, Bienvenidos sean también sus madrinas y padrinos aquí presentes. Bienvenidos sean sus papás y familiares, amistades y otras personas que están aquí para celebrar con todos ustedes. Bienvenidos sean todos. Today, the readings that we heard are the, the Sunday readings from the sixth Sunday of Easter, and they, they talk to us about the Holy Spirit, which is uh, very appropriate because you're going to be receiving the great sacrament of the Holy Spirit. And uh, today the readings speak to us of the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit's power and the call to follow Jesus. The Gospel reading today is the story of Jesus at the Last Supper with his disciples the night before he died on the cross. He tells his disciples that he will send them the Holy Spirit, the paraclete, the advocate, who will be with them always. And he calls this advocate that he will send the Spirit of Truth. La lectura del Evangelio es la historia de Jesús en la última cena con sus discípulos. La noche antes de morir en la cruz, les dice a sus discípulos que les enviará el Espíritu Santo, el paráclito, el consejero, que estará siempre con ellos. Él llama al consejero el Espíritu de verdad. The second reading from the first letter of Peter teaches us that Jesus suffered for our sins in order to lead us to God the Father. And for our part, we must be willing to suffer for what is good and in this way be imitators of Jesus Christ. La segunda lectura de la primera carta de Pedro nos enseña que Jesús sufrió por nosotros y por nuestros pecados para llevarnos a Dios Padre Y por nuestra parte, debemos estar dispuestos a sufrir por lo que es bueno y de esta manera ser imitadores de Cristo Jesús. And that first reading that we heard from the Acts of the Apostles is the story of the apostles who, after receiving the Holy Spirit, go forth into the world to continue the mission that Jesus started in this world and they go forth to spread the good news about Jesus. And when they hear that people in Samaria have begun to believe in Jesus, 
the apostles sent Peter and John to them. And they then pray for the new believers, and they lay hands on them, and they receive the Holy Spirit. La primera lectura de los hechos de los apóstoles es la historia de los apóstoles que después de recibir el Espíritu Santo, salen al mundo para difundir la buena nueva de Jesús. Cuando escuchan que la gente en Samaria ha, ha, ha creado en Jesús, ha comenzado a creer en Jesús, les envían a Pedro y Juan, y los dos oran por los nuevos creyentes, imponiendo las manos, y ellos reciben entonces el Espíritu Santo. Well, today we're, we're here to celebrate this great sacrament of the Holy Spirit. And whenever we celebrate uh, the sacrament of confirmation, it's like a new Pentecost. You remember what Pentecost is, right? After Jesus died on the cross and rose again from the dead and ascended into heaven, on the day of Pentecost, he sent his Holy Spirit upon his apostles. They were waiting and praying in a room in Jerusalem when the Holy Spirit came upon them like a rush of wind and tongues of fire. And as they received the Holy Spirit, they then went forth into the streets of Jerusalem preaching and teaching about Jesus Christ crucified and risen, how he died to save us from our sins and how he rose again to bring us new and eternal life. On that day of Pentecost, the apostles baptized many, bringing them into the new community, the church, the body of Christ in this world. Siempre al celebrar el sacramento de confirmación, recordamos el día de Pentecostés. En el día de Pentecostés, Jesús ya en el cielo envió su Espíritu Santo sobre sus apóstoles. Los apóstoles estaban en un cuarto de una casita en Jerusalén, orando y esperando cuando vino el Espíritu Santo como un viento fuerte y llamas de fuego, y al recibir el Espíritu Santo, los apóstoles salieron por las calles de Jerusalén, predicando y enseñando sobre Cristo Jesús, Cristo crucificado y resucitado, como murió para salvarnos de nuestros pecados y como resucitó para darnos la nueva vida. En el día de Pentecostés, los apóstoles bautizaron a muchos, formando la nueva comunidad, la iglesia, el cuerpo de Cristo en este mundo. You know, when young people uh, prepare themselves for the celebration of confirmation, they have to go through a lot of different things in order to get ready for this day. And it's very important, the preparation that they go through, because today they're going to be anointed with chrism oil on the forehead. Chrism is a, an oil blessed by the Archbishop during Holy Week. And it's olive oil mixed with balsam to make it sweet-smelling. And the Archbishop blesses this oil 
And that's the oil that's going to be used to anoint your foreheads. And this anointing on the forehead symbolizes that you're being anointed with the Holy Spirit and you'll be receiving the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And that's the reason that you went through all this preparation. They had a couple of years of classes. They had small group activity and large group activity. They went on retreat. Uh, they carried out their service projects. They had meetings with their sponsors, all to get them ready for this moment, which is really a new beginning in the Christian faith for them. But there was one more thing they had to do before they could be confirmed. Each one of them had to write a letter to the bishop doing the confirming, asking to be confirmed. They did it in the form of a questionnaire. So a questionnaire was given to them, and then they filled out answers to different questions that were given them. And I had a chance to read all of your letters very thoroughly. And in those letters, you stated why you want to be confirmed. Do you remember what you wrote? This is what you wrote. You wrote, you want to be confirmed to show your love for God and your willingness to serve Him, to commit yourself to devoting time to God and the church, to take a deeper dive into your faith, to be able to model yourself after Jesus, to get closer to God, to be a full active adult member of the church, to strengthen your connection to God the Father, His Son Jesus and the Holy Spirit, to strengthen your relationship with the church, to be able to teach people about the Catholic faith, to continue to grow in the church, to know more about your faith and yourself, to continue your journey of faith, to be more in touch with your faith and the church, to have a more intimate relationship with God, to receive the gifts of the Holy Spirit, to be a follower of Jesus, to get to heaven, to remain faithful to your baptismal commitment, to have a new beginning in the faith, to understand better how to use your gifts and to serve God and others. These are your words. You wrote these things. And all of these are very good reasons to seek the sacrament of confirmation. You also wrote in your letters that you are putting your faith into practice. Uh, many of you mentioned uh, service projects that you've been involved with or maybe ministries in your churches. Uh, for example, making blankets for the Warm the World project, putting together and delivering Thanksgiving boxes, participating in the music ministry at church, going on mission trips, helping with the children's Liturgy of the Word, shoveling snow for the elderly, taking part in the living stations of the cross, helping with children's religious education, being a cantor at Mass, participating in choir for church events, being an usher at church, volunteering at Emmaus meals, helping with 
the Mardi Gras event, volunteering at the Lenten soup suppers, helping with Salvation Army meals, ringing bells for the Salvation Army during the holidays, helping pack Christmas meals for people in need, helping with projects through the YMCA, helping with the Red Cross blood drive, being an altar server at Mass, doing service hours through the National Honors Society, helping at the food bank, helping with children's sports camps, working at concession stands, helping to organize a Fiesta Hispana. And you also mentioned in these letters that you've noticed growth and change in your lives of faith. You wrote that you've grown in your love of God. You have a better understanding of your faith and a stronger connection to the church. You are kinder, more thoughtful. You are focused more on others than yourself. You're more open to the Holy Spirit and God's teachings. You focus on loving others. Uh, you realize that God is at your side at all times. Your faith is growing and you have a stronger connection to the Holy Spirit. You've learned more about God and the church and you realize that you still have plenty to learn. You see how God is present in everyday life. You understand the value of having a relationship with God. You enjoy talking about the church and inviting people to experience it. You're learning how to pray. You trust that God is leading you into the light. You've begun to see God as a friend you can always talk to. You value your faith. You understand that God is always with you no matter what, and you're able to do self-reflection and reflect on your faith. You're more confident in prayer and you pray to God to help you when you're going through tough times. You're learning to live as a child of God. You understand that you have to be willing to listen to God and abide with what God tells you. You understand that God has a plan for you and that you must allow him to guide you and have a better understanding of the Holy Spirit you understand the Mass and the Catholic teachings better than you did before. And you have a new perspective on life. Well, the Holy Spirit that you're going to be receiving, the gifts of the Holy Spirit that you're going to be receiving in the Sacrament of Confirmation are going to help you to continue to grow in your faith and to truly put your faith into practice. And what are the gifts of the Holy Spirit? You remember there, there are seven gifts of the Holy Spirit. You probably had to memorize these in class, right? You had to repeat them again and again, and they're probably right on the tip of your tongue, but I'm going to just read them to you anyway as a little bit of a review, okay? So the gifts of the Holy Spirit, wisdom, understanding, knowledge, counsel, fortitude, piety, and the fear of the Lord. These are the seven gifts of the Holy Spirit that you're going to be receiving in this sacrament today. Hay siete dones del Espíritu Santo que los jóvenes uh, recibirán en este sacramento hoy. 
Los siete dones del Espíritu Santo son la sabiduría, el entendimiento, el conocimiento, el consejo, la fortaleza, la piedad y el temor de Dios. These gifts are given to you by the Holy Spirit, but the Holy Spirit often gives these gifts to you through other people. For example, think about the gifts of uh, understanding and knowledge. You've already gained a lot of understanding and knowledge about your faith through your catechists and youth leaders and retreat directors and other people involved in your faith development. Those gifts of knowledge and understanding come from the Holy Spirit, but he gives them to you through other people. Or think of uh, the gift of wisdom. Think of how much wisdom you've gained from your parents, all that free advice they give you all the time. Or from your grandparents, uh, from teachers at school. It's the Holy Spirit who gives you the gift of wisdom through other people. And by the way, each one of you has chosen a wisdom figure to be with you today, your sponsors. You chose them because they are wise in the ways of faith. Ustedes han elegido, seleccionado padrinos y, y madrinas uh, porque son personas muy sabias cuando se trata de cosas de la fe. You chose them not simply to accompany you in this sacrament today, but you chose them to be spiritual guides for you for the rest of your lives. These are the people that you can rely on when it comes to the things of the faith. So if you have questions about the faith, there's things you don't quite get, you don't quite understand, you can go to your sponsors. They might not have all the answers, but certainly they will help you to find the answers that you're looking for. Or maybe someday you'll be going through some difficulties, maybe having a crisis of faith. Turn to them and they will help you through it. They'll be there to support you and to be an aid, a help when it comes to getting the faith restarted. Or maybe someday you'll just have some sort of spiritual joy welling up in your heart and you need to express it to someone. Call them up and they will understand what you are talking about. Sponsors, madrinas, padrinos, levanten la mano, please, please raise your hand. Let's give them a big round of applause. You know, if, if, uh, <clears throat> if you go away to college, these are the people who are going to call you up on a Sunday afternoon and they're going to ask, what was Father's homily about today? <laughs> Sponsors, thank you for taking on this great responsibility and great privilege of guiding these young people as they make their way to the kingdom of God. Gracias. Padrinos y madrinas por aceptar esta gran responsabilidad y este gran privilegio de guiar a estos jóvenes en el camino que llega al cielo. Now, I, I mentioned 
seven gifts of the Holy Spirit. I'd like to highlight three of these gifts of the Holy Spirit for you today. Wisdom, a fortitude, and piety. Hay siete dones del Espíritu Santo, pero quiero hablar de tres de los siete dones, la sabiduría, la fortaleza, y la piedad. So first of all, wisdom. What is wisdom? We usually think of wisdom as knowledge gained through age or uh, experience, and certainly that's very true. But in the Bible, wisdom is something much more. It's an actual gift from God. It's a gift of the Holy Spirit, and it's that gift of the Holy Spirit that helps us to realize our dignity as human beings and the dignity of other people. Each one of us was created in the image and the likeness of God. We are innately good. And this gift of wisdom is the gift that helps us to uphold and defend human dignity. La sabiduría es el don del Espíritu Santo que nos ayuda a reconocer nuestra dignidad como seres humanos y la dignidad de otras personas también. Fuimos creados en la imagen de Dios. Y la sabiduría nos ayuda a defender la dignidad humana. The second gift of the Holy Spirit that I would like to highlight a little bit for you today is fortitude. <clears throat> what is fortitude? Fortitude is the courage to do what is right. And we all know there are so many decisions that we have to make in life. Our Catholic faith and the gifts of the Holy Spirit give us the tools that we need to be able to discern what is right from what is wrong. And fortitude is the courage to do the right thing. No matter what, even when facing peer pressure or the expectations of a secular society. La fortaleza es el don del Espíritu Santo que nos anima a hacer lo correcto y lo justo. Y sabemos que tenemos que tomar muchas decisiones en la vida. Nuestra fe católica y los dones del Espíritu Santo nos dan claridad para que podamos discernir bien entre lo bueno y lo malo. Y la fortaleza nos anima a hacer lo correcto, incluso bajo la influencia de los compañeros y las expectativas de una sociedad secular. And the third gift of the Holy Spirit that I would like to highlight is piety. Piety is that gift of the Holy Spirit that helps us to pray and to worship our God. And as Catholics, we are blessed to have the gift of the Sunday Mass. Every Sunday we have the opportunity to gather together like this in a community of faith in order to encounter Jesus alive, risen, and in our midst. We encounter him in the Word of God proclaimed and in the Eucharist that we share. 
piety is that gift of the Holy Spirit that motivates us and animates us to come to the Sunday Mass so that we will be able to be enlightened by the Word of God and nourished by the body and blood of Christ so that we will be prepared to go out into the world and share the love and the mercy of God with everyone we meet. La piedad es el don del Espíritu Santo que nos ayuda a orar y adorar a nuestro Dios. Y como católicos, tenemos el don de la misa dominical. Cada domingo tenemos la oportunidad de reunirnos en la iglesia como una comunidad de fe para encontrarnos con Jesús resucitado, vivo y entre nosotros. Nos encontramos con Cristo por medio de la palabra proclamada y por medio de la Eucaristía compartida. La piedad es el don del Espíritu Santo que nos anima y motiva a participar en la Santa Misa para que podamos crecer en la santidad escuchando siempre la palabra de Dios y uh, participando en uh, la comunión, el cuerpo y la sangre de Cristo para que podamos salir entonces por las calles de este mundo proclamando nuestra fe y uh, compartiendo uh, el amor y la misericordia de Dios con los demás. You know, when, um, when you were baptized, your parents and your godparents made a set of promises on your behalf. We call those the, the baptismal promises. But here today, before the altar of God and before this Christian assembly, you, as mature Christians, have the opportunity to renew those baptismal promises on your own. And so at this time, I would ask you, who are about to be confirmed, to please stand. 